Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Attention, terrorists. Hold on. Here's Tara's Daily Rant. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. So, the UK's Telegraph has set the world on fire this morning. Okay. A lot of people asking the question. Okay, so over in the UK, they're having their own version going on kind of of the Twitter files. Right, okay. As all these WhatsApp messages. Yeah are leaking that were circulated among government officials during COVID, and they did some very bad things. Uh, laughing at people. Yeah, where have we heard this before? Having fun, locking them down, mm-hmm. cracking down on them, just, just basically power tripping because yeah. they could. Because that was the purpose of the COVID lockdowns, honestly, was the power trip. Um, there was no real medical purpose, as we now know. So um, this latest batch, though, oh, my gosh. Circulating among uh, UK government officials, cabinet members, and others over the course of the COVID shutdowns. They're called the lockdown files. But one of them featured the Secretary of State for Health and Social Care, Matt Hancock, saying he wanted to, quote, deploy a new COVID variant to, quote, frighten the pants off the public, unquote, and ensure they complied with lockdown. Well, there's a whole lot wrong with that statement or questionable. Yeah. Deploy a, a new deploy uh-huh. a new COVID variant? Yep. Implying exactly, implying that there was a government in control of the COVID virus mm-hmm. and that it was being deployed, which means we are sending it out. And if you're saying you deploy a new one, is that because that you did the first one and now you're going to do another one? I don't know. It's all about to get real weird, though, it looks like, on both sides of the pond, given the hearings we're going to have uh, coming up. And I've got some stuff on that, too. But um, in the WhatsApp conversation, it was dated de- December 13, obtained by the Telegraph. Um, Damon Poole, he's um, one of uh, the, health advi- the, the media advisors for the Secretary of State for Health and Social Care. Okay, say that yeah. five times real fast. That'll make In- you sick. <laughs> informed his boss that the Tory MPs, MPs like their congressmen. Members of parliament. Yeah, yeah members of Congress. Parliament. parliament. Okay, the Tory con- members of parliament were furious about the prospect of stricter COVID lockdowns and suggested, quote, we can roll pitch with the new strain, unquote. Comment obviously suggested the UK tell. This is what they write. The I, comment, I don't understand the, the term roll pitch. That just obviously it's their their brand of English. I don't get. Yeah, I think they just mean roll it out. Okay. The comment suggested. This is what the Telegraph writes. The comment suggested that they believe the strain could be helpful in preparing the ground for a future lockdown and tougher restrictions in the run up to Christmas 2020. Mr. Hancock, the Secretary of State for Health, then replied, "Quote: We frighten the pants off everyone." with the new strain. Mr. Poole agreed, saying, yep, that's what will get proper behavior change. 
Okay. Mr. Hancock expressed his worry that talks over Brexit would dominate headlines and reduce the impact and um, probed Mr. Poole for his media advice. Quote, when do we deploy the new variant? Unquote. You just have to laugh at something like that. I mean, when do we deploy the new variant? Good grief. Okay. What a world. Uh, yeah. This could mean one of two things. They were actually just letting a new variant out, seem to have the ability to do that. Maybe. Got to get to the bottom of that. Could we do that here? Is that what we do here? No, not could, but was it? Was it? Yes. That's that's really where we are at this point. Or, at the time I explained it this way, there was a great article in the UK Daily Mail. It was uh, back at the end of 2020. And they explained that at any given time, 15,000 variants were circulating. That was the average they had found of COVID. It's just a whole lot of variants, right? So, and they were explaining, look, you can pick one or two and hype them real big, as they did with like Omicron and other things, but that's a marketing campaign. Um, It makes people scared because they think, oh my gosh, there's another big bad variant. Oh, look, it's super virulent. Well, yeah, there's 15,000 of them at any given time. I mean, that does not change. But if you can brand it with a scary name like Omicron, and send it out there, you can get people to comply a little bit better. And so I was saying the whole time, every time they would have one of these big rollouts, ooh, Omicron, well, yeah, that and 14,999 others. Big whoop. They're out there today. I guarantee you they're out there. They've been out there the whole time, but they'd scare the pants off people. So maybe that's what they were talking about. Maybe they were talking about a marketing campaign around a new scary variant with a new big scary variant name. Because if you think about it, those tests, those COVID tests, which were always 90% faulty anyway, as uh, the court in, uh, in uh, was it Brazil? I think it was Brazil ruled, the Supreme Court. Um, those tests never specifically tested for a variant. I mean, it was whatever it was. So it could be that too, that, it, that they're talking about a marketing campaign around a variant to scare people about variants that were already out there. They just pretend they have a new one. Well, yeah, you always have a new one. It's constant, never ends. It's not new. Um, Because it's always evolving. Because it's always evolving. But they'd pick a big scary name and act like it was a new wave. So it could be that too. I don't know. I don't know. But it's about to get really interesting. Meanwhile, uh, it it appears Marjorie Taylor Greene, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, has secured um, Dr. Scott Huff to testify. The one who wrote the Simon & Schuster book I won't shut up about because we need to hear from this guy. Yeah. The number two at Echo Health Alliance. Okay. Huff is running around doing um, interviews. He did one on War Room last week in which he explained that he worked with Echo Health Alliance um, and a um, company that was funded by the CIA, and he is flat out telling people the CIA helped transfer this technology, the gain-of-function technology that created COVID, to the Chinese. And he said, look, we, we have been working on COVID viruses since I started there. He started there... Um, around 2012, that was the year Metabiota was coined and created and funded by Hunter Biden. Uh, well, Hunter Biden and John Kerry's, uh, it's Rosemont Capital, and, and beneath that's Rosemont Seneca. Well, they were the money bad guys. The money bad guys. So he is um, right now doing interviews Dr. Scott Huff, who was the guy in charge of all those COVID variants, the experience going on at COVID with COVID at the Wuhan lab. And he's like, yeah, we were in partnership with CIA entities, and that's what we did. We transferred the technology to the Chinese. They couldn't do this before. Now they can weaponize viruses and kill people. Okay, so Lee, let's think about this for a minute. What kind of bombshells is it going to be? 
We look. You want to you want to hear that interview? I on Rumble listened to it three times over the weekend because I had to wrap my mind around it. And he he follows the trail through DARPA and CIA and how they transferred. He's very manufactured. He's very matter-of-fact about it. Okay. He's going to testify before Congress under oath. Or at least he's scheduled to. He's scheduled to. Assume he lives that long. Um, doesn't go on vacation and never come back or something. Um, what's going to happen if he says that? Because he's saying it in radio interviews. What's going to happen if he says that before the committee under oath? We ready for that as a country? We ready for the whole world to know where COVID really came from and what we did? Good question. Because we got to get this out. We got to get this handled. Here's where it gets weird, okay? Y- you would think, you know, President of the United States of America, Joe Biden, who sold himself to the country as president, as he was going to conquer COVID and COVID was bad, right? Yeah. yeah. You- First hundred days, he's going to have it taken care of. Yeah. That's and then exactly he- what he campaigned on. And then he posts the highest death toll, like record death toll. Right. He has a worse wave than Trump ever had. Okay. That guy. Okay. So Joe Biden, just picture this because it's radio. He comes shuffling out of the White House. And you know that lawn where they always, the presidents, if they choose, always talk to the, yeah. the media, oh, yeah. the bank of media before they get on the helicopter. Yeah. So he's walking him. He's got a big smile on his face. He obviously wants to talk to media. He's in a good mood. The reporter asks him this. Wait, hold on. Let me click out of that. Okay, here we go. I'm COVID origin. We all hold China accountable. On COVID origin, would you hold China accountable? You hear the yes. That's not Joe. That's another reporter saying yes. Like, answer the question. Yeah. Um, and Joe's face freezes. He gets an angry look on his face. He immediately pivots 90 degrees and turns and walks toward the airplane and with a just angry, dismissive flap of his hand. All you're asked is, could you hold China accountable for murdering Americans? And that makes Joe mad. You should see the clip. It's shocking. Why, Lee, why do questions about COVID's origins trigger Joe Biden like that? Why do they trigger Democrats like that? Because it doesn't fit their narrative. Oh, that Trump's responsible? Well, that it doesn't fit the narrative that this is just something that naturally occurred and nobody had anything to do with it and uh, don't ask us any more questions. I mean, you you see where it, it goes right now where they're finally having to admit that, yes, in fact, it did come out of the Wuhan lab, even though they spent two or three years trying to censor anybody who said that. And they knew full well that it was true the entire time. Proven fact. And the FBI knew it was true. Right. And this is how And they were the instrument of the censorship. Yeah, and they're just casually giving interviews now. Christopher Ray's, oh yeah, we knew for years. You knew for years. Well, you were censoring people last year for that. You were still censoring them. No. I mean, wow. Okay, so this is the second time we've caught the FBI censoring. The first time they knew darn well Hunter Biden's laptop was his laptop because they had it since 2019. Yet they censored throughout the... Th- the, the elections, I mean, this is the second time we've caught the FBI censoring people saying something to help the Democrats hurt their opponents when the FBI knew it was true. This is a mess. Mm-hmm. This is a mess. Let's hope Scott Huff makes it alive to testify before Congress. Although at this point, he's done so many interviews. I mean, I don't know what it could hurt. But And then here's another question, Lee. That's so big. Can the media cover that up by blacking it out like they have the Twitter files? To the vast majority of the electorate, yes. Wow, that would be something. Terrorists want it. Hear the Terror Show weekday mornings on 1063 WORD and the Odyssey app.